Welcome to our newest Hearts Unite the Globe hug patrons. Annie Olchek, we sincerely appreciate your support. Thank you for joining our community and making a difference through Patreon. Judy Miller, thank you for being our first Buzzsprout supporter for Bereave But Still Me. Buzzsprout started a new program where you can actually support the podcast of your choice. There are so many ways you can support Hug. All you have to do is visit our website, heartsunitetheglobe.com, to see how you too can help empower, educate, and enrich the lives of individuals in the CHD and bereaved communities. Thank you all for your continued support. Welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna, featuring your host, Anna Jaworski. Our program is a program designed to empower the CHD or congenital heart defect community. Our program may also help families who have children who are chronically ill by bringing information and encouragement to you in order to become an advocate for your community. Now, here is Anna Jaworski. and a part to heart with Anna. Our theme this season is Carpe Diem, Seize the Day, and we have a great show today. This season we'll be discussing an age-old concept, Carpe Diem, which is Latin for Seize the Day, and which is taken from the Roman poet Horace's Odes, written in 23 BC. The Ode says that the future is unforeseen, and that one should not leave to chance future happenings, but rather one should do all one can today to make one's future better. And I love this expression and this philosophy because I'm the mother of a son with a critical congenital heart defect and believing this way is what has helped me to cope. I'm excited today that we'll be talking with another heart mom and one of Heart to Heart with Anna's favorite guests, Lauren Bednards. Today's show is Seizing the Day with Lauren Bednards and Suzanne Meredith. Lauren Bednards is 28 years old. She was born with tricuspid atresia or hypoplastic right heart syndrome. She has had two open-heart surgeries, the second being the Fontan in 1989. Lauren happily married her husband, Chris, in 2011. And some of you may remember listening to Lauren and Chris on one of the shows. That was a really fun show to tape. Lauren has a Bachelor of Arts degree in psychology from the University of Michigan-Dearborn. She enjoys couponing, reading, playing video and board games, and reaching out to the congenital heart defect community on and offline which she has done for the last eight years. She is currently on the Central Texas Heartwalk Committee for the Joint Children's Heart Foundation and Adult Congenital Heart Association, or ACHA, Heartwalk for April 2016. Suzanne Meredith is the mother of three children, two heart-healthy sons, Ryan, age 32, and Aaron, age 17, and one daughter, Lauren, who is 28, and we just heard about her. Suzanne is a busy single mom with one child still in high school. She works full-time at a market research company. She has a Bachelor of Science degree in nutrition from Madonna University in Livonia, Michigan. In her spare time, she enjoys the arts and has played many roles in local theater and enjoys being a Jedi in the Rebel Legion International Fan Club. And I had to look that up, Suzanne. I had never heard of that before, but it looks like (laughs) so much fun. (laughs) It is. So Lauren even sent me a photo of you with your Jedi costume on. And if it's okay with you, I'm going to put that in the slideshow so everybody can see you because that looks like so much fun. 
Oh, yeah, that would be great. Hey, may the force be with you. Thank you, Suzanne. Welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna Lauren. Oh, thank you for having me again. (laughs) I know, I'm so excited about this. And welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna Suzanne. Hey, Anna, what's happening? Well, it's about time I meet you, girl. I have talked to Lauren. I, know. I think this is your fourth time, right, that you've been on the show? Yes, fourth time's the charm, right? <laughs> I have a feeling it won't be your last time to come on this show because you're so much fun to talk to. And you have so many different experiences to share with us. So I just love that. Cool. I'm on the show, so I am so excited. Okay, so Lauren, I'm going to go ahead and start with you. And first of all, I do want to welcome you back. You've been on the show with your dad. You've been on the show with your husband. You've been on your show by yourself. And so now here you are finally on the show with your mom. So I'm very happy to have both of you ladies. And I'm really curious, Lauren, for all the different things we've talked about, we've never talked about this before. How is it that you seize the day? Seize the day? Well, I usually say live life to the fullest. Never really heard Seize the Day much, but I like it. (laughs) I don't know. I guess it's living, I guess, normal things. I guess when you live with a heart defect, there's a lot of normal things that people take for granted that I don't. Being able to go do errands or go cook and clean and do all the things maybe a normal housewife does or things like that is kind of like how I live life to the fullest every day. It's just a simple thing. I don't really have a list of like, you know, I get up and like, okay, today I'm going to go skydiving or tomorrow I'm going to go <laughs> zip lining or, or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. I guess it's a normal thing that I seize the day on. And if I'm able to do more than that, like go on a hike with my husband, that's living life to the fullest for me because I want to try to do my best, like a half a mile or something like that. And I'm proud of that because... Some people aren't able to do that. So I guess it's just the little things seizing the day. Every day I wake up, I'm blessed to be here. I'm grateful. I look at the positives. I cherish every moment, even if it's one that I'm sick. At least I'm still here, and I got to make the best out of it. So I guess the the little things. I love that because you're right. We don't have to go and jump out of airplanes. Thank heavens. Because I would be in trouble if that's what you had to do to seize the day. So I'm glad that. You appreciate little things, and I think that's what I grew to understand in having a child with a congenital heart defect was that every single little thing meant so much more to me because I knew there were so many uncertainties that when I had my first child who was heart healthy, I didn't have all those uncertainties. Of course, my son would outlive me. Of course, my son would be able to do certain things that all children could do. And then all of a sudden, I had a child with a heart defect, and those, of course, things weren't, of course, anymore. And you're right, just being able to take a little hike or just being able to go on a shopping spree, because shopping sprees with me can be quite vigorous. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, that took on new meaning. So I love it that you find something optimistic about every day. And that's one of the reasons I love having you on the show, because you're always so much fun, and you are a very optimistic person. Suzanne, you did an awesome job raising your daughter. Ah, thank you. (laughs) Well, I'm so excited you're finally on this show, Suzanne, because we've talked kind of about you, as we've talked to Lauren about growing up and certain things, but this is the first time for me to really get a chance to meet you and talk with you so much. And I'm wondering, since you're like me, you're the mom of an adult survivor, what does 
Carpe Diem or Seizing the Day mean to you? I think Seizing the Day means something different to everybody. And in my life, personally, raising Lauren, Seizing the Day was a little different every day. I mean, there are some days where you you don't even remember if you brushed your teeth. And <laughs> as you lay down that day, that night, you're lucky that for some odd reason, everything just kind of pulled together as hectic as it was. So as your life goes on, your mental state changes, and the goals that you had back when you were 21 change immensely after you mm-hmm. have a CHD child. So right. season of the day is not like two of you were saying. It could be skydiving. It could be that trip to New York where you're seeing that ultimate play. Broadway play. Season of the day for me might have been making sure that she ate enough and didn't throw it back up. Mm-hmm. You know? Then it's like, yes, yes, we did it, finally. She's going to start putting on a little bit of weight. Or <laughs> when they season the day might be, I dropped my son off at school on time. He came back a happy camper. Lauren took a nap. Therefore, I got to take a little nap. You know, so seizing the day every day meant something a little bit different. And I didn't wake up going, oh, how am I going to seize the day? I think we're so busy living our lives that seizing the day may be a philosophy and something that we do almost unconsciously. Don't you think, Suzanne? Well, yeah. And it seems every day you're with a CHD child because you have no idea what that roller coaster is going to be like, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Um, From the very beginning the way you look at life and seize the day is going to be different mm-hmm. as years go on. It's never going to be the same. And how you seize the day is going to be different. How you feel about uh-huh. that is going to be different. Right. You know, it's so, not that. Yeah. It's something that's always changing. I love that. That's perfect. Okay, Lauren, let me go back to you real quick because I know that rather recently you have moved to Texas, which I'm really happy about. And I'm wondering if your move to Texas was a reflection of your philosophy about seizing the day. And if so, how was it? Well, I've been here a year now. I like Texas. Thank you for welcoming me. (laughs) I guess in a way, because when you have a severe heart defect, you want to be able to be as healthy as you can and as proactive as you can and live as long as you can. So having the best medical care is right up there and having family support is right up there. So Moving to Texas, I'm right by Houston, which is some of the best medical care for me. And my mom lives in Dallas with my little brother, so more family support. So in a way, yeah, you know, it kind of helps your mentality, knowing if you're doing as well as you can physically, then you're more able to seize the day or live to the fullest every day. Absolutely. And that's a perfect way for us to transition into a quick commercial break. But don't leave yet, listeners, because... When we come back, we're going to talk to Lauren and Suzanne about how their philosophy of life has changed as they've gotten older. And Suzanne already made a reference to that as she was telling us about what Seize the Day means to her. Let's find out how it has changed over time when we come back after this brief commercial break. Anna Jaworski has written several books to empower the congenital heart defect or CHD community. These books can be found at Amazon.com or at her website, www.babyheartspress.com. Her bestseller is The Heart of a Mother, an anthology of stories written by women for women in the CHD community. 
Anna's other books, My Brother Needs an Operation, The Heart of a Father, and Hypoplastic Left Heart Syndrome, a handbook for parents, will help you understand that you are not alone. Visit babyheartspress.com to find out more. Welcome back to our show, Heart to Heart with Anna, a show for the congenital heart defect community. Today's show is Seizing the Day with Lauren Bednarts and Suzanne Meredith. Lauren is a congenital heart defect survivor, and Suzanne is her mother. And we have been talking about what Seize the Day means to them and how Lauren's heart defect has affected their lives. And I love what Suzanne said in the first segment because she told me how Seizing the Day probably means something different for everyone, and it probably means something different every day. And she is so right. Seizing the Day is not static. It is something that is ever-changing. And so we're going to be talking about that a little bit more in this next segment. So Suzanne, as the parent of a child who was born with a critical congenital heart defect myself, I know that any day could have been Alex's last. And when I realized that, it just kind of hit me really hard that, wait a minute, there were no guarantees with my heart healthy son, Joey. There were no guarantees with my husband. There were no guarantees with anybody. And it's when I got to that point that I just had to quit worrying all the time about what the future would hold and just cherish every single day that I have with my family. So how did having a daughter with a severe congenital heart defect affect you since you too had a heart-healthy son before you had Lauren? Well, that's a good question, Anna. As far as my philosophy and how to live, the old saying that as we grow, we grow hopefully with more wisdom, and we grow mentally, spiritually, and physically, and hopefully not physically out, but physically <laughs> as in, well, all three kind of help each other, okay? The philosophy that I went through when I had her, my thinking of life changed, and it mm-hmm. changed to the point where, okay, um, you felt needed, for one, so that's going to change your whole outlook on life, more so than you did before. With a healthy child, sure, you felt needed, but this child in particular really needed you. It changes how you do your everyday routine, okay? Mm -hmm. And as far as the worrying, I guess it depends on your personality. Mm -hmm. My personality has always been an out-of-the-box thinker, and kind of on the rebel side, quote-unquote. I guess that's why I belong to the rebel legion. There the Jedis, go. right? <laughs> so with, with that in mind, I don't take no for an answer very easily, okay? Mm-hmm. And when doctors would tell you, well, her outcome is iffy, we don't really know how long she has to live, your philosophy is, well, mine was anyway, well, no. She is going to live the best healthy life I could possibly give her. She is mm-hmm. going to go to college. She is going to get married. She's going to be happy. And mm-hmm. that's what my goal was. And, mm-hmm. and when you have a goal like that, it's like an outline. It's like a business outline. Okay? So you have A, B, C, D, and E. And every day you don't look at the outline, but you have this mental outline in your head, and you try to live that way. Okay, Mm -hmm. so, and then as you keep growing in years, I don't want to tell you how old I am, but that changes a little bit and you get to be smarter in how to achieve that. 
like when Lauren wanted to go to California, I didn't hold her back. So my philosophy with her is to always try new things. Mm-hmm. Listen to your body and try to be happy. And in return, I tried to live that way myself. Right, and right. You put, the fears, you put the fears behind, yeah, you put the fears behind you, but they always come back, it seems like, when you're sleeping. And that's a normal <laughs> thing. And I know uh-huh. some parents are going to be laying down and they think, okay, I'm not going to be scared of this during the day. It's their, like their own rebel saying, hey, we're going to get things done and everything's going to be great and I'm going to be happy all day. And then when you lay down, you close your eyes, you dream these weird dreams. This is normal, parents. <laughs> this is really normal. Your stress comes out at the end of the day. So yeah. just keep on living. Try to think positive as much as you can. I didn't right. take any of those negatives that the doctors were saying. Because yeah. that's and basically that's what they kind of have to tell you, the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's just the way it is. So right. you're going to have to separate all that, put some of that locked up in a little closet in your head for a while, and look at your child and say, hey, this is a miracle. And right. try to live that way. This is a miracle, and I'm going to try to be as happy as possible. Not every day is going to go right. You well, know, no. As you get older, yeah. yeah, the philosophy changes a little, too. You know, mm-hmm. you get to be smarter in how you think. So, well, and I think the further we got away from Alex's surgeries, the more I felt I could relax. No, I didn't feel that I could relax a whole lot when we were between surgeries because I knew that there were these little red flags I was supposed to be watching for. And I remember that being probably the most difficult time for me. But then after he had his Fontan, I finally felt like I could take a deep breath and relax. And when it came to things, like you were saying, you let Lauren go to California I had to let Alex go to Germany. I had to let Alex go to New York to go to college. And that was really hard for me. But I felt I like, who deserves it more <laughs> than Alex? He has earned it. He has worked so hard to get where he is. It would be wrong of me and selfish of me to hold him back. But you know what? In return, you grew too. Mm-hmm. It's all part of this circle here, okay? Right. Whether you have quote-unquote, a normal, healthy child versus a CHD child or any other disease or defect that your child might have. Because essentially, we all have something wrong with us mentally, physically, spiritually, that we have to heal ourselves, but not to the extent of some others. So you're growing right now. You're growing by letting your child go off. Your heart is healing in a different way. In all actuality... In a way, it's going to put a smile on your face to know that, hey, you did a good job. You want your children to be independent and to right. know how to take care of their heart condition. You don't want exactly. to be constantly on their coattails. But you do right. want to have that eagle eye out. I mean, it's not like you don't <laughs> call them anymore. You're always there, right? Yes. Yes. Right? Absolutely. To listen. I love that. To watch. <laughs> it, 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 when they need you, you're always there. And then right. that's never going to stop. So, no, that will never you know. stop. My mother has just recently moved back to Texas, 
and she's in her 70s and I'm in my 50s and I don't have a heart defect and she wants to take care of me so it's kind of funny today she was calling me we were having bad weather today and I said that I might go visit a friend out of town so she called me first thing this morning I know you don't watch TV she says have you heard what's on the weather right now (laughs) and you know what if you were 21 and she did that you would feel a little bit insulted that she didn't think that you were old enough to handle that. But now that you went through this and you had a child and you're coming closer to where your child is even more independent, you know exactly where she's coming from. I absolutely right? do, Suzanne. Exactly absolutely. where she's coming from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, That's the funny Lauren. thing about life. It is a funny thing. Everything kind of comes around again, and we certainly do understand our mother so much better the older we get. Don't you think, Suzanne? Yeah, yeah, I think we do. I think we understand life a little bit better. And if you're not learning every day something, then you're really not growing. And that's the whole purpose of of mm-hmm. this circle is to grow and try to give the best qualities to your kids and have the freedoms that I gave Lauren, believe it or not. So I knew how important this was for her to grow. And I know that it was hard for her because... She was pretty clingy to me from the very beginning, and I constantly would get her into things that she alone could accomplish and be proud of. And when she was afraid to speak in front of other people, I encouraged her that she has a purpose here, okay? She needs to find that passion and to go for it. Well, what I love about Lauren is that She's not even 30 years old yet, and look at all the people that she has touched. So, Lauren, my next question is for you. You aren't even 30 yet, and yet you're kind of old in the heart world. (laughs) It seems funny to say that because I'm in my 50s and 30 doesn't seem old. But in the heart world, especially for somebody with a severe congenital heart defect like you have, you are considered kind of old, and everybody looks up to you, which I think is just really amazing. So, I want to focus on one other event real quick, and that is, how has your philosophy of life changed since you got married to Chris? Oh, uh, well, first of all, thank you for calling me old. No, <laughs> you know, I do feel a little old sometimes because I am the first generation of single ventricle Fontaners, so in that way, I guess I feel old, but... In another respect, I'm really not old, so I guess it's in the middle. But, wow, has it changed? Well, a relationship is stressful as it is, but when you go into a relationship with such a big thing, like me having a severe congenital heart defect and a few other minor health issues, my eyes and my back, it puts an extra stress into a relationship. But I think before you even get married, I think it can either make or break a relationship. So it's better having that aspect so you know whether you're going to be a strong couple or you're not. And luckily, my heart condition has made me and Chris strong. And Mm -hmm. we're going to be celebrating four years of marriage coming up in December. So it definitely fulfilled something that I always wanted, which was to get married. So I guess part of my... Living life to the fullest was that dream, you know, a lot of people have. I don't know. Not everyone wants to get married. But part of my dream was to get married and fall in love with someone that would accept all of me. And I was able to find that in Chris. It definitely puts an extra stress on the relationship. But 
together. We seize the day together. We live a pretty full life despite any challenges that I may have in our relationship, and we just try to do our best. And he's awesome. For those of you who don't know about this, I will be putting this on our Facebook event page. I will put a link to the show that Lauren came on when she was on with Chris because that was a very sweet and special show, and it was with two couples. Both of the women were congenital heart defect survivors, and their husbands are just both wonderful. So we talked to Jenny and Nick, and we talked to Chris and Lauren, and It's a great show, too. But let's take a real quick commercial break. Thank you, Suzanne and Lauren. And listeners, don't leave yet because when we come back, we'll just have a couple of minutes left for them to give us a little bit of advice for other survivors and parents. We'll be right back. Anna Jaworski has spoken around the world at congenital heart defect events, and she is available as a keynote or guest speaker for your event. Go to hearttoheartwithanna.com to learn more about booking Anna for your event. You can also find out more about the radio program. Keep up to date with CHD resources and information about advocacy groups, as well as read Anna's weekly blog. Anna wants you to stay well-connected and participate in the CHD community. Visit hearttoheartwithanna.com today. Welcome back to our show, Heart to Heart with Anna, a show for the congenital heart defect community. Today's show is Seizing the Day with Lauren Bednarz and Suzanne Meredith. They are a congenital heart defect survivor and her mother. It has been so much fun talking with them. And I have a feeling, Lauren, this won't be your last time on the show. And maybe I'll be lucky and it won't be Suzanne's last time on the show either because she has been so much fun to talk to also. So we only have a minute left. So I'm going to start with you, Lauren. And I would like to know the biggest obstacle in living each day to the fullest, given your heart defect, and what advice you would give to other survivors on how to seize the day. My biggest has not really been my heart defect physically, but my anxiety disorder that has kind of come with it. So I guess mental coping has probably been my biggest obstacle since I was little. But over the years, I've learned to cope with it. My mom helped me cope with it when I was little, and I learned to cope with it as I've grown as an adult. And once I overcome that, it's easier to seize the day or live to the fullest every day. But, you know, I have bad days and I have good days. What I tell others is try to make the best of every day. I know some days are going to be really, really crappy and you're going to hate your heart defect or hate whatever's going on. Try to find at least one golden silver lining or golden lining if you can. Whether it's, hey, I got to eat my favorite cheeseburger today. There you go. You seize the day. It's just like my mom says, it's going to be different every day. But just try your best to even pick out one or two things that were good despite all the bad. Okay, I love that. That's an awesome answer. Okay, Suzanne, what advice would you give to parents of children born with heart defects regarding how their outlook on life can help them to seize the day? Oh, my goodness. I am just full of advice today. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have enough minutes right now to get into all of it. But I would say probably is to put that fear behind you. Okay, that's number one, because that's just going to mess you up big time. Not every day is going to be all raspberries and roses, but you're going to be doing a good job. You have one of the most important jobs ever in life. Mm -hmm. They couldn't pay you enough to do what you do with your child. Okay, and make sure the communication between the two of you is golden. 
In other words, they need to be talking to you and encourage them to talk to you about how they feel inside because you don't know how they feel inside with their heart, what kind of pains they're having, anything. They have to be able to communicate that with you and in return you're grooming them for the future to communicate that with their doctor. And when they're in the doctor's office, if they have questions, let them ask. No matter how mundane you might think they are, let them ask because you're, once again, you're grooming them for the future. One day they're going to have to be taken over that role and go into the doctors on their own. And they have to be able to speak up and tell the doctor exactly what's going on in their life. And right. um, encourage them to do other things. Naturally, you're not going to say, yeah, climb that mountain because, you know, doggone well, that that's not going to be healthy for them. But if they want to get into a sport, say bowling, say, hey, go for it. Just keep that eagle eye out all the time. Keep an eye out just to see how they're doing, but let them grow. Let them learn how far they can actually push their body, okay? Right. Because if you keep them hovered to you the whole time, they're not going to grow up to be healthy adults, mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally, physically, and spiritually. You're right. You're right. Right. I love that. I love all that advice. And I know that you're going to have to come back on again, Suzanne, because you are just full of great stories and great advice. But (laughs) how did this happen? A half hour went by way, way too fast. So that does conclude this episode of Heart to Heart with Anna. Thank you so much, Lauren, for coming back on the show. It has been so much fun. It's been too long since you've been back on. Oh, well, thank you for having me again. I can't wait to do it again. (laughs) <laughs> oh, good. And Suzanne, it was so much fun to finally meet you. I wish we could do this in person. It was a lot of fun, Anna. You have a great show, by the way. I know. It would be so much more fun. You listeners have no idea how challenging it is for us to ask questions and listen to each other without seeing each other's faces. <laughs> it makes it a bit of a challenge. And I, I was know, so right? You a hug. <laughs> Lauren, the next time I come up to Austin, we're going to have to get together so I can give you a hug. I'm really, really happy you're in Texas because you better. But I'm sorry. You better. I want to see you again. Okay. That sounds good. So thanks for listening today, everybody. Please come back next week on Tuesday at noon Eastern time. And until then, please find and like us on Facebook. Check out our website, hearttoheartwithanna.com and our Cafe Press Boutique. Follow our radio show on Blog Talk Radio and Spreaker. And remember, my friends, You are not alone. Thank you again for joining us this week. We hope you've been inspired and empowered to become an advocate for the congenital heart defect community. Heart to Heart with Anna with your host, Anna Jaworski, can be heard every Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern Time. We'll talk again next week. 